The Bible Podcast is here to help get us in the Word together in those small pockets of time that we can find doing chores or tasks, traveling or commuting, and it doesn't have to be hard or complicated. So come on in, have a seat, and let's read the Bible together. This is your host, Virginia Price. Welcome to the Bible Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a new week and a new episode of the Bible Podcast. My name is Virginia Price, and if you are catching our episode for the first time, welcome. I'm really excited you're here, and I am wanting to just jump into today's episode and this week's content because we are are going to flip-flop our normal arrangement. I'm going to give you guys a little encouragement and just share some of my thoughts and then um, at the beginning of the episode, and then we will do our, our Bible reading at the end and just close out that way. And I think that'll be a really cool format for this particular week. I don't have a theme for you this week necessarily, but there kind of, <laughs> there kind of is a theme that you might be able to catch on after the first few days. But I really want to just read on things that I think are important. And it may be a little self-serving because there's a lot of these things are happening with me right now. But if it's happening with me, that's probably not just me. It's probably happening and feeling for a lot of people. So let's all share in this together. Um, Because there's been a lot of things that I've noticed lately on like the Bible app and online, um, certain encouraging posts and things about uh, anxiety and worry and those kinds of topics. And it's all happened within the same just couple of days. I don't think that's a coincidence. And I've just been having some things going on in my parenting and my motherhood that has been hard. I just feel this, (laughs) I just feel this message to share that there's only so much that we really have to worry about. We shouldn't worry at all. I mean, let's be real. Biblically speaking, Jesus tells us not to worry. Um, We shouldn't worry. And when you are someone that has big feelings, like myself most of the time, large emotions, it can be really hard to just turn off those negative ones, the worry and the doubt and the um, anxiety and, you know, even depression and some of these things, it's just, it's hard. And I was talking to somebody and I was like, you know, there's like anxiety that's bad, right? And then there's anxiety that is like, and what I mean bad is like, it's unexplained. It doesn't make sense. There's no rhyme or reason to it. Like people who suffer from anxiety, like know what I'm talking about. But then there's also like anxiety and anxiousness that comes from things you would expect, right? Like if your boss pops in your office and is like, hey, we need to talk. Um, Meet me in my office in an hour. Okay, those feelings that rise up of like, did I do something wrong? Am I going to get fired? Whatever. Like that's a normal level of anxiousness. Like that is understandable. In your life, there's going to be things that you're just, you don't know. They are unknown. And that inherently causes some distress inside of you. And worry about everyday life things is the same way. A lot of our concern about money or food or, um, you know, how we're going to get a car fixed or, you know, my roof is leaking. A lot of that comes from the fact that we don't know what the answer is. We don't know how to get there. We don't have the path forward. And so my encouragement to you is that we don't need to know. The Lord is that answer for us. And as much as we want to know what the answers are, and we want to know how that path is going to proceed forward and what it's going to look like, we don't actually need to know. If our trust is fully in the Lord and He is leading our life on a daily basis, then we know that he will work all things to our good and therefore we do not need to have the answer. Would it make us feel better? Sure, but we don't need it. So let's jump into uh, our reading today, which is in Matthew chapter six. 
verse one begins with the title, Teaching About Giving to the Needy. This is Jesus speaking. Watch out. Don't do your good deeds publicly to be admired by others, for you will lose the reward from your Father in heaven. When you give to someone in need, don't do as the hypocrites do, blowing trumpets in the synagogues and streets to call attention to their acts of charity. I tell you the truth, they have received all the reward they will ever get. But when you give to someone in need, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Give your gifts in private and your Father who sees everything will reward you. Teaching about prayer and fasting, verse 5. When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, that is all the reward they will ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to your Father in private. Then your Father, who sees everything, will reward you. When you pray, don't babble on and on as the Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Don't be like them, for your Father knows exactly what you need even before you ask Him. Pray like this, Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins, as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. And when you fast, don't make it obvious as the hypocrites do, for they try to look miserable and disheveled so people will admire them for their fasting. I tell you the truth, that is the only reward they will ever get. But when you fast, comb your hair and wash your face, then no one will notice that you are fasting except your father who knows what you do in private, and your father who sees everything will reward you. Teaching about money and possessions, verse 19. Don't store up treasures here on earth where moths eat them and rust destroys them and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven where moth and rust cannot destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. Your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plan a harvest or store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers, they are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow. He will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things, saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things will dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so glad to have you in our audience, and I hope you come over to our Instagram and join our community there at underscore the Bible podcast. Our podcast is a ministry production of The Sevenfold. If you'd like to know more about us and what we do, please visit our site at thesevenfold.com. Thanks again for joining me today. And until next time, much love from The Bible Podcast.